0: welcome to tiger turf talk in today's podcast we are diving into round two of the softball little league world series women's grounds crew in this series we will get to learn about what exactly is going on on the field the life journey of the woman and how they got to where they are today and lastly the advice they have for our turf students i hope you enjoy this episode of tiger turf talk
1: Good evening, everybody. We are here live in Greenville, North Carolina at the Softball Little League World Series uh, for year two of the all-female grounds crew. We are currently in the East Carolina University shop where, for the first time in history, we have the first all-female grounds crew, all umpires crew, and all sports teams all on one level, on the ground level that we all love So it's been incredible to be here. We are here with BJ and Travis uh, for our first podcast of the event, and we are so excited. We've been here for a while, working hard, getting a lot of things done. How are you guys doing? Uh, If you could introduce yourself and sort of how you got to the Softball League World Series and what you're most excited for. Can we go first? It's up to you guys. Okay, You got it. Uh, I'm Travis Deal. I
2: work at uh, University of Upstate, uh, South Carolina, Spartanburg, South Carolina. I've been there, be 17 years in November. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, pretty much just baseball and softball, a uh, little bit of soccer. Um, we do have a um, little golf course practice facility that every once in a while I might help out with mm-hmm. if they need For it. For sure. But mostly just baseball and softball. And I got gotcha. you. Love it. Love every second of it. For sure.
0: Uh, I'm BJ Thomas. I'm the grounds foreman at the University of Georgia. Um, I work with softball and soccer primarily. I'll help out with football, baseball as needed, wherever hands are needed. I'm there. Um, it's always something. Um, I just love working with soccer and softball.
1: Absolutely. I love. It's funny. I've never told anybody this. I love softball fields. You know? I love you softball. Can, you can just it's, – it's so much easier than a full baseball field. It is. You don't have to deal with all the chaos, you know, The girls are respectful of your field. It's not anything crazy, you know? So, obviously, softball league World Series 2023, we're here in Greenville. What was your journey to get here? How did you get connected with the group? How and what has your experience sort of been like so far? Well, I met Butters or Chris Ball. You can say butter. I'm pretty sure everybody yeah, knows okay. who that is. Right. Um, we're not official on this is podcast. For butter, butter. See, I say we're but- not allowed to say butters. Okay, I, everyone I else say can say butters. butters.
2: I'm the only one that's allowed to say put an s. No on one the end else. Of it. Yeah, no one else. Uh, I met him. I'd say maybe 15 years ago. Got and we just become really good friends. That we actually worked together in Williamsport for the baseball little league world series and he just called me up and said hey i need your help and i said i will be there last year was my first year doing it absolutely fell in love with it i want to come back as long as he'll let me come back i will be here and i get to meet cool people like these and hang out with them for about a week and it's awesome which is awesome
1: how about you
0: So I got started, Um, I haven't been doing this very long. I've been in grounds for about four and a half, five years, and I have the burning desire to grow and learn more because I just want to figure out how I can be the best at my fields and my complex. Went to my boss, Matt Holland, and was like, hey, you know, if there's ever any opportunities that you know of where I can grow, network, you know, do some hands-on experience, please let me know, I'm I'm all in. He's like, well, there's this event, there's an all-female grounds crew. And he was like, if you're interested, you know, I'll put you in the right connection. So, contacted Chris Ball, uh, son Ro- uh, Roseline, and was like, hey, I've got someone, you know, send me the application, and here we are now, um, loving every minute of it. Today is my first day. I guess I've only been here six-ish hours so far. We knocked a out more. a lot. Yeah.
1: Knocked out a lot in those six yes. hours. Yes, we have. For sure.
0: Uh, so, it's it's been fun, you know, working with the guys, with the girls, and, It's going to be a little different, you know, being all female. Uh, It's not something that I'm used to just Mm -hmm. being with all males, but I think it's going to be an awesome experience being able to learn and grow from the women before me and then the women that are younger than me. And, you know, we can all just bond together and take what we know and what we've learned and piece it together and hopefully take it back home and implement it or, you know, find different strategies to do different things.
1: I love that that's awesome yeah, that's you know awesome. there's so many and that's that's what it's all about and you know being able to be here last year and start the you know see the first group and have everyone sort of come full circle that's that's literally what it's all about and it's so great to hear from someone who just got here you know <laughs> um, obviously you know there are so many different stories and I do want to get into a little you know we said we're not going to go into like the personal story and everything but you got to obviously you know turf especially sports field management is such a unique like you know industry you don't know how you find it how did you guys find it and what sort of made you guys sort of stay in it you're sort of fresh to the industry correct and obviously 17 years incredible you know what was it for you that brought you in and sort of you know kept you sort of you know wanting more
2: well I started out in the golf course business going into my freshman year of high school and I just I fell in love with it I i Didn't want to be indoors. I didn't want to work in an office. Nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, you have at it. But I needed to be outside. So I just, anytime I had a chance, weekends, uh, if school was out, I even skipped school to go work at the golf course. Uh, My parents didn't know that, but... They do now. Uh, well, they won't watch this. They don't even. Know, <laughs> they don't even know how to turn YouTube on. So it's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I did that. Uh, worked at uh, Village Greens Golf Club in Gremlin, South Carolina, all the way through high school. Um, left there, went to uh, Cliffs of Glassy Golf Course on top of a Glassy Mountain. Worked up there for about I don't know two two and a half years. Left there, went to another golf course, Woodfin Ridge in Bowling Springs, South Carolina. Stayed there for seven years and opened up the newspaper one day. USC Upstate was looking for a turf manager for baseball, and I'd always wanted to work on baseball fields. Had the opportunity, jumped on it, and here we are.
0: Here we are. 17
2: years later. 17 Hell yeah. years later.
1: Here we are. How about you?
0: Got a little different background. Um, so went to college, played softball my entire life, played college softball realized I wanted to work in college athletics didn't really know where how how I was going to start and my sophomore year of college I was given the opportunity at the University of Georgia and facilities from this guy named Robert Young um, he was like hey we just need hands you know taking out trash or you know helping pick up things pressure washing just random odds and ends jobs and I was like sure might as well um, you know did that for a little bit worked really really hard graduated college came back still worked with him and was like okay like let me intern with a couple people. Let me figure out what I want to do. Did some time in equipment, did some time in operations. Still, again, still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then Matt Holland reached out and was like, hey, I know you want something full-time. I've got something. Is it something you'd be interested in? It's a little bit of ground. It's a little different, but you work really hard, and I, I just need some, some extra hands, right? We're all hurting for good workers, and yeah. you know, I, I just need hands. I was like, yeah, sure. And, you know, we sat down, we talked about the ins and outs of the job, and he's like, you should be familiar with a good bit of it. Uh, You played softball, so you should know, like, I'm going to put you at softball right there in your wheelhouse. And one thing he told me, and I think really resonates with me and wants me to be a better person and a better employee and just a better groundskeeper is, I don't care if you're here one day or 10 days or one year or 10 years. You've got to do what's best for you, and at the end of the day, that's all you can worry about. And what's best for me Is what's best for everyone so I'm like you know I've got to be the best version of myself the best version of a groundskeeper I can be to be that version for him as well and at the end of the day if I go home and I'm happy with the work I've done then he should be happy with the work I've done or whoever you're working under and over and you're all a team right so you know from him giving me the opportunity to be here and just kind of learn and grow on the job honestly I didn't think I'd be with him more than a year I was like nah this will be just a year I'll meet some people I'll go into a different avenue after my first softball season I was like this is it I love it I don't know how I'm gonna grow I don't know where I'm gonna go I don't have that schooling background in me but I've got the desire the burning passion to get better and I mean I've I'm on them all the time. What about yeah, college
1: do degree? Better? You don't need anything else.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you
1: I've, honestly I've, learned, don't. I've
0: learned it all hands on. And yeah. It's, it's just insane the amount that I, looking back, that I've learned just by being present, just by being willing dude. to learn. I think that's the biggest BJ's thing. BJ's
1: such a boss. Come on. I'm just like, I'm, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same guess. way. I didn't, me and school did not get along no. at all. I, I,
0: I thought I, about going back, but I was like, you know what? What for what? get like a
1: certification or something no one's gonna say anything you know like yeah sorry i'm not taking shots at the turf programs here please don't i love you all i'm trying to get you students okay don't shoot me please um but like it's just so true you know like and it's funny because i say it way too much but in my program like i i try to emulate you know a workplace more than i do a classroom you know because that's that's where I learned everything was my jobs, you right. know, and, uh, shout out Dr. Goatley, the Virginia tech turf program. You guys are the best. Uh, what I learned in those classes, yes, I use, and it's very vital to, you know, being successful as a groundskeeper, but I did not learn how to use a mower. I did not learn how to, you know, understand how to interpret like why this chemical did that or why this chemical did that I just learned what the chemical was and right. how it's supposed to do it. But like it, is something about having your hands in the dirt, having your hands covered in paint, you know, everything we did today, even, you know.
0: Got a little paint. I got it right there. Yeah. I think Travis and I are also like that. Twins. We just, we got to see it, to do it, to learn it, to know it. If we can't see it, nine times out of 10, we don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) he tried to tell me something earlier and he was like, you're like me, we got to see it. We got to show it in person. I can't just tell you about it. So that helps too.
1: And what I love about this, uh, you know event, there's just so many different ways of doing things and seeing it from different people, and being able to be a part of it, you know it's just it's so cool to you're like, oh. That's kind of interesting. Maybe I want to do that, you yeah. know? There's nothing better than stealing something from somebody <laughs> and then taking it back to your field. We're not doing. telling you to, like, literally steal anything. Like, we're not, we're not in this shed full of, you know, all of this equipment. It's not leaving, I promise. I'm taking all the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is kind of the collegiate podcast. You know, obviously you guys have a lot of work when it comes to college athletics and seeing sort of everything – What has your experience been like sort of seeing all of what the Little League has done here in Greenville to a very fast-paced, televised, everything that's entailed in that, and obviously you want to do operations and everything, seeing it sort of full circle firsthand, what has it been like for that to where you're at at home back at, you know, Georgia and uh, upstate? It's... It's uh, it's a much
2: bigger scale, obviously. I mean, we we broadcast our games, but just through ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, have yeah, a, yeah. we have a two or three cameras set up, but out here it's, you know. That, wires that, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. trying they, to chop they, your head off, they tend, they tend to, like, I know I understand they're doing their job, but they tend to get in the way more than they do. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> like, when we're trying to the games over, we're trying to go – you know, and, and I got three camera people in the way and I'm sitting here holding mats and everything else and I'm just <laughs> like, you know, dude, I,
1: I get Can it. I get past, please? You, you <laughs> just, you're
2: just trying to get that shot, I know, but just can you please just move? Just well, we've got, through.
1: you know, we've got like 15 minutes to get this done. You want me to do it in five because your cameras need to be on the field.
0: Challenge accepted.
1: But to me... speaking for you. Speaking, I'm not. I'm not one to just say that, you know? <laughs> I, I
2: feel like the the softball World Series is a little more laid back than the baseball one.
1: Obviously. For those that don't know, he worked uh, Williamsport. Williamsport, Uh, what year? Yeah, um,
2: 2018, 2019. Done it two years. Great experience. Loved every second of it. Shout out, Jeff. Jeff Fowler, yes, thank you for the opportunity. But it is ESPN tells you when to go, uh, how high to jump, when to do it, where to do it. It's just—it's a totally different animal, mm-hmm. and to me, the softball is a little more laid back. And I tend to, especially now that I'm getting a little older, I—little like, homey? Yeah, I like that. I got this, got this good flow going here, you know. So Heck yeah, he does. But
1: uh, yeah, and I, this flow—let's yeah. talk about that. Mm, hey, put I remember—I remember first time I met you, I was like, I don't have the best beer in the room anymore. This is yeah. bull. Yeah. No, it was nice. I made the cover of
2: Dad Bod magazine,
1: yeah, by you the did. way, this month. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, you yeah. did. Look for it. Look for it on your shelves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, go ahead, BJ. I'm sorry. No, um, you're good.
0: <laughs> you guys got me off track of that. you to got to refresh me on the question. Oh, the, how would the how, similarities? Sort of,
1: what, what's your experience been like, and how have you seen sort of the similarities when it comes to the Little League World Series? I'll
0: say for me, it's, it hits pretty close to home. Um, for us, you know, in between games with TV, I guess we're a little bit – Bigger scale than upstate. We've got more televised ESPN games or SEC network, whatever you have. And it's more of like, okay, well, you've got 30 minutes in between games, but TV should need to start in 15, 20. Can you flip it in 10? I, yeah, I guess I can. I mean, I guess I don't really have much of a choice kind of thing. Um, for me, this reminds me a lot of regionals and, you know, our fall or the early spring tournament type things where you got to get as many games in in a day as you can. And once you get them going, I mean, that is what it is. It's you, All the work is really in between the games. And if you've got a good crew, which we do have a good crew, everybody knows what they're doing, you can flip it real quick, no problem. So I think it's, it's very similar for me. It's not too much of a, of a difference there.
2: How many do you have on a game day?
0: I've got – last season I had between six and seven. Okay. And that was a jump from my first couple of years we had – I was lucky if we had four or five yeah. when I was under someone else. Yeah. Um, and it just couldn't get students to work. Now I've got students that want to work constantly. And I'm like, sure, the more people I've got, the better of a job we can do with a mid-game drag or for a flip mm-hmm. for a tournament. So, I mean, I, I very rarely do I turn anyone away.
1: I feel like it's a dream job in college. That's why. That's why I loved it so much. You know, yeah. like it's. I'm on the field doing drag, like, and post-game doesn't take more than, like, an hour when you're talking about, like, just patching up stuff, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I try to sell to my guys, you guys get paid to watch softball. Exactly. You guys get paid to eat food. You also guys, exactly. guys you guys get free, free food. food. Free food, you, people. you maybe get 12 hours in a day, but realistically, they're only working about three of those gonna hours. going to say
1: three hours, exactly. So, you know I was like, it's go. a
0: dream come true. You guys can bond. You guys can be on social media, all kind of stuff. Like, who wouldn't want to do it, right? I yeah. mean, I'm it's hearing a rally in the background
1: it. over that field. For yeah, those that they, don't know, the field's right next door to the shop, banging all over the place. Great, but yes, I agree. Like, why? Why wouldn't you want just three hours of work and then you know it's great?
2: It, it's it's good for me because I get I, I get help out of our coaching staff. So, Coach Hawk, I mean, Coach Pack, I mean, Coach Tanya, uh, they help me out. Um, Coach Hawk helps me out with lines uh he'll drag in between games if need be because it's pretty much just me and uh you know i do have some help you know i'll get some help from a couple of the guys on the crew but they're doing their thing and i've got mine yeah and uh so it's great that they help out plus it's uh i i call it his stress relief (laughs) when he comes out and he and he helps me so uh so i'm very thankful for him um it's, we have a really great relationship, and I even have a great relationship with the baseball coaches as well, so, um, yeah, that's just, I'm I'm really thankful for the coaches.
1: Now, something I do love about what you do is, you do a lot of work when it comes to drones, and, you know, I think that, I think that's the hardest part when it comes to, like, collegiate, you know, facilities, obviously not football facilities, like the one we have here Mm -hmm. at ECU, but, like, showcasing, like, the work and how it actually turns out. What was sort of your inspiration getting get involved in, uh, obviously, drones and everything? Because we do that at Brentsville as well. Yeah. And I, obviously... Uh, you know, you were best friends with the drone guy from ESPN. <laughs> what has it been like sort of taking the, all of that and really seeing how it applies to the work, work and, you know, highlighting what we do? And I think a big thing is that people don't understand is that that stuff is really what catches the eye of everyone else that's not yeah. a part of our industry. Yeah. You know? What has that been like for you? Sorry. No, 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 you're I'm good. I babbled on. I,
2: I've always been into photography, you know, video and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, but when me and my buddies were younger and we Stunts and all that. You know, I was the video guy, Um, but I just I I really bought it just to take pictures of the field. Yeah, and then it just turned into this hobby, and then it turned into a side job. So now I do uh, I do real estate photography. I work for a company called Good Tainer. I do stuff for them. Uh, anybody anybody needs photos, videos, or whatever, uh, they get in contact with me. It's just a fun. Little side hobby, and I can make a little bit of money. I call it my play money, (laughs) my my concert money, and my pro wrestling money. Pro wrestling, yes, sir. Big fan, absolutely. You got to
1: meet Doctor Goatley He's a big. Oh, we've talked.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, we've talked. Just checking. We've talked. We need to have. Matter of fact. Does he listen, do, uh, Does he listen yeah, to this? Yeah, yeah. Does he watch yeah, this? I believe so. Yeah, we need to have a little. We've had a little powwow, but we need to have a longer powwow. We actually need to sit down and watch some Memphis Championship Wrestling from, let's say, 78. Let's go 78, 79, and we'll start from there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you heard it here first, Dr. Goley. You heard it here first. Um, something that I do want to highlight, obviously, about this event, you know, obviously we're here for the, you know, all female grounds crew. Um, and it's incredible, and it's really changing sort of the the outlook of our industry. And it's great to be again you and me front row and seeing it firsthand. What has it been like? You know, I think that a lot of people don't comprehend the work that goes into it beforehand. You know, obviously, yeah, it's a little league baseball field for people that don't know Elm Street Park. Honestly, it is like the most, you know, sand lot. Dream little league baseball park you could ever have. Yeah. It is truly is gorgeous. It's tucked away on this off this hill. It's something that you should visit at some point if you ever get the chance. Absolutely. Um it starts months out, you know. Yes. When Butter obviously does a lot of the work when it comes to setting up uh materials coming in, everything that goes into it, setting up all the signs. Brian Weingart's huge shout out to him. He's the you know field manager. What you have done, I think, three times now, being a part uh, of the crew that comes in early, right? No, I've never come in early. Okay. It's always been a uh, game day situation. Oh, and I'll, so I'll have you highlight it for them that do come in early. What? How do you see, you know, the work coming up to it? And you could explain sort of, obviously, you've seen it and what they do. Explain how much prep goes into the actual, you know, game weeks coming into, you know, the, the Little League World Series. Yeah, so
2: they're uh, – they're taking out all the infield grass, uh, bringing in tons of sand, a lot of top dress and a lot of airification. Uh, you know, the big, obviously the big part is the infield, getting the grass out, getting it laser-graded, getting clay in if need be. Just uh, probably, what, a two, two to three week setup for the tournament. For sure. And then – once all these guys come in and they do their thing then we come in and we do our thing so it is it's all hands on deck and Butters does a really good job managing everybody and Amy does a great job managing the female grounds crew and it's just an all around great experience even if even if you had a chance just to come in and do some work before the tournament even starts, mm-hmm. I, if you, if you get invited and if you get asked, just come do it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's, yes, it's a lot of work, and it is hot. And they are, <laughs> been, every, yeah, there are gnats every. it everywhere. This time. Now, we've I had mean,
1: two days, one hundred six heat index. Yeah, I was but, not expecting that. But if if you love this industry industry and you love
2: working outside it and just come do it. Just give it a year. And I'll tell you right now, you'll fall in love with it and you'll want to come back.
1: Yeah. And and the thing that I think a lot of people take for granted when it comes to these events is like the relationships you build out of it, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, meeting all the incredible women and all that they do across this country, you know, and this group, the first group is uh, a lot different than the last year's group. And it's been phenomenal to meet them and see what they do and hear their stories and understand what they're going through, similar things that I'm going through, uh, it's just truly incredible to you know watch just everything sort of you know come and solidify at an event like this. You know where again it's all female grounds crew of a professional sporting event. It is something that. Uh, you know, truly, will transform this industry for the better. So. Absolutely. You talk about the building the relationships. Mm-hmm. So, like
2: me and you, we knew each other through social media. Yeah. And we had met like a handful of times. Yeah. yeah. But now we're we're
1: brothers. <laughs> yes, sir. We are brothers. Yes, now. Sir. So
2: we we've uh, and that's the to me that's the best part of yeah, it yeah. is making that bond, making the relationships. Because I'm all about I'm all about making the relationships. And social media is a is a huge thing for that. Twitter, especially Twitter. I met, I met a lot of people through Twitter. and then when we go to the national shows in January, mm-hmm. then, then you finally get to meet in person and they're just as great as you thought they would be. Yeah. you know And so I to me, that's the best part of it is the bond making the bond and hanging out and just having a good time and putting that work in.
1: Something that I, I, I do also want to talk about, obviously, you know, we, we've met, like you said, like a frequent amount of times. And the most recent one was the South Carolina, um, not South, whatever, the Southeast Regional Southeast Sports Field. Yeah. yeah. So there is such a phenomenal group here in North Carolina and South Carolina mm-hmm. that you guys have some of the best sports field managers in the country. And like you said, it's a brotherhood down here. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's truly incredible. Going back to Jimmy Simpson back when they started the chapter with everybody, like, what has it been like being a part of that and sort of seeing that sort of events like this being a part of, uh, again, something that's so much greater than just this region and just this area? What is it like being a part of that group and how has it been sort of seeing it take part in your career as a sports field manager? It's
2: It's been awesome to watch it grow. I, I went – when I first got to Upstate, we pretty much had started the myrtle beach show so we do the we do the show down in myrtle beach south carolina Uh, we do it right before thanksgiving um and you know we started out in this just little bitty conference room maybe i don't know maybe 100 150 200 people at the most and then just over the years and it was just fun to how much it grew and now we're at the spring made beach we're in this you know, we're in, the, we're in this huge hotel and with these huge conference rooms. And we're even doing a trade show now in, in the bottom part of it. And it's just – it's – Right it's, on the beach. Yeah, right on the beach. And it's just – it's crazy how much it has grown and just how everybody really looks forward to coming down to Myrtle Beach. And if you've never been, please come. Uh, like I said, we do it in November right before Thanksgiving. Um, if you need any more information, just look up my Twitter account at Upstate Sports Turf. Uh, we have a South Carolina Sports Turf, S-C-S-F-M-A. That's a lot to spit out, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's, uh, that's also our Twitter page. We'll have all the information on there, these links to the website, uh, and we can get you get you registered up. Please come. It's a great time, and uh, we, you'll be fed good. Um, lots of good food plenty to drink uh so
1: come on we'd we'll, we'll love to have you they do feed you well and you're sitting right there with ocean view and it's it's truly an incredible event i was lucky enough to talk at it last year uh I was on a panel for the I don't know, what was it the general session or yes or, yeah, yeah so um yeah and it's just something that again it's uh it's so unique, you know. Like I, I, I've been to so many different places to talk at different events and be a part of it. And it's and I, there's there's no, like talking down on anything else. Ohio Turfgrass does incredible work. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this to be like a sports field focused, you know, event, it's just such an incredible group. Yep. Again, you're talking, you're talking about bringing vendors in like Luke Yoder mm-hmm. uh, from Dura Edge, Craig Potts with Sod Solutions, like. Those are, those are, this is the region, you know, this is like, and that's the trade show alone. Like you're talking about some big heavy hitters in that room and it's not, it's not something to take lightly, you know, to be able to see everything that sort of like exists in this industry in such a unique place. And I think that's important to understand when it comes to, you know, growing your network, understanding that. You know, Greg Burgess is the one that invited me down. He's such an incredible human being. Mm-hmm. I've loved sure to get is. to know him. Uh, and it's it's just something that you don't know is going to happen. But, you know, I love those guys down there. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. it's, I know I can rely on them if I give them a call, whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely highly suggest going to the event. Great content as well. A lot of people always question and think like oh this isn't worth it really you know it's 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 been phenomenal from what i have experienced down there so definitely go out go and check it out i think the i I think when
2: when boss men hear the myrtle beach they just automatically assume that oh they're they just going down to the beach it's coming down there to learn we have a lot of classes and a lot of talks and a lot of vendors and shout out to all the vendors because if it wasn't for the vendors and the sponsors we couldn't we couldn't do any of that so shout out to them and thank you so much
1: for all that you do for us absolutely um this event what is sort of your take on being a part of it obviously the first all-female grounds crew not first sorry i'm used to saying that because that was last year's but Uh, the all female grounds through getting to know them, getting to see what they do. Obviously, BJ, she's got such a great outlook on our industry. You know, yeah. it's sort of revitalizing in a way. It
2: is. What it's has it
1: been like for you? You know, it's been fun.
2: I, I love watching them go out there and just put that work in. Popper, What? Well, what is Popper's last name? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, we're just it's not call on her. any sheet. She we're was just gonna, late, well, late edition. I'm just going to call her Hot Rod because. I was st- I was just watching her put that tamp. And she to, just started to work. She just started. Yeah, I mean, what? A uh, couple of months. Uh, I think the beginning of the season. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she. I mean, she was an absolute dog. I mean, she got out there, and and they all do, but I just happened to be just watching her. But buddy, you talking about putting a tamp to work? She was slinging that thing it was like nothing i'm like my hands hurt
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah but no it's it's, it's been a, a lot of fun watching especially the younger ones you know uh uh names just slipped they're <laughs> good uh brian yeah. um
1: popper Bren uh, piper your uh your girls that come liz and cat just came yeah, yeah no, i was
2: noticing them today i mean uh
1: that and Liz are just painting
2: straightened up. Yeah, Liz, I think she washed bases for an hour and I mean just <laughs> put that brush to work. I don't even think there was a bristle on it left when she got done. She she done a phenomenal job. So on last bases. year she
1: came, she got a nickname. Her name was Squeaky well squeaky uh, clean yeah i can see why yeah they uh, and i love brian to death for you know <laughs> brian the first i forget i remember his face like <laughs> when she took over and started doing it he was just like shell shocked oh yeah i was like oh, oh yeah. my gosh that's like his sacred area it what is. are you that's- doing that's Brian's. And by the end of the, the whole thing, he's like, "I love that girl." Yeah. You know, like it's it's Those just bases so cool. are Brian's babies. <laughs> you never touch them. Yeah, yeah, never. And
2: she did a she did a phenomenal job. She
1: wasn't afraid to touch them either. No, hey, like, absolutely. She just went I mean, after it.
2: We I threw those bases on the table, and I looked over, and she went to work.
1: It was the same thing. We went to uh, the ACC championship, and she started cleaning the paint machines out. And Danny's sitting there, like, "You, you like cleaning?" He's like. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> he goes, I'll hire her right now. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. Right now. On the spot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been incredible to see, you know, especially for my girls to be here from my program. It's just awesome to see everything come full circle, you know, and being able to, you know, talk about it and have people here, you know, about the incredible work these people are doing. Uh, Amy, Uh, Son, everyone that's really organizing everything that goes into it. Obviously, Butter. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Shout out, Butters. (laughs) Um, Oh, we've got flies in the shop, people. Sorry. Um, Obviously, you know, where you're at and what you're doing is incredible work. What's sort of your favorite part about everything you get to do on a daily basis? What is that thing that uh, truly, like, again, keeps you? motivated to come in the next day.
2: Uh just you know, I think for me it is getting getting the field ready for pra- for the girls for practice and watching them just come down and when they see the field, they just light up and they're they come to me all the time like this summer like I was getting I got several messages from a couple of players and they were just like you know thank you so much for all the work that you put in on our field you know we we appreciate it very much and i mean even even some of the parents you know and that to me that's that's cool it it. that's cool you know and i just i want i want the field safe and i want it playable for them and i ask them i, I know they probably get tired of me asking them questions <laughs> i know they
3: do yeah
2: but i tell them i'm like look i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you hey how did this play? is this good. Do you
0: want more? Do you yeah, want do you, less? yeah, do you
2: want more water? Do you want less water? It is 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 the outfield, is the side spots okay? You know, I'm asking questions all the time. And they're and they're great. You know, they always they, they give great responses, but I know they gotta be tired of me asking questions. <laughs> I think,
0: you know, you. I'm going to jump in. I think I have a similar experience. You know, it helps you be a better groundskeeper and to provide for them because ultimately we kind of are there for them, right? Like, yeah. it is our field, but in a sense it's also their field. Yeah. So, if we know how they need it to perform, we can help make them better ball players. We can't coach them, yeah. but we're doing our small part. Yeah. It takes a village, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, for those that don't know, BJ had to run back to the stadium. You know, there's some – Stuff going on. We're moving back and forth. There's everything. So there's a lull. There's a lull in the podcast. But she's back, and we're happy to have her back. Uh, we were talking about sort of the event, and obviously you just got here. What is something that, again, you're super excited about, whether that's meeting new people, whether that's just being a part of an event where, again, I think I think Maritza last year said it best, is being able to show the young uh, softball players that, the female grounds crew is doing this, you know, being a part of this industry that again a lot of people see as male dominated and there's just that twinkle of what the possibility is. What are you looking forward to?
0: I think kind of going off what she said it's it's awesome to be able to showcase that women can do it, that as a little girl, you know, I guess they probably won't realize it now, but As they get older and they're thinking, well, maybe we don't want to play softball the rest of our lives, but we want to be involved somehow, kind of how I was. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I've always been impressed with the aesthetically pleasing attributes of a field, whether it's straight lines or paint or chalk. And I'm like, that's really cool. Never really thought, oh, I want to do that. But now after doing it, I'm like, okay, I like it. So hopefully, you know, with the younger girls, they can think as they get older, what, what are avenues I could do to still be involved with softball but not coach if that's not what they want to do? Mm-hmm. This is an avenue. Whether you think so or not, it's a big avenue, and I'm hoping that it grows more and more, you know, as time progresses. Like I said, I've only been around for four and a half, five years now, and in the last two to three years, my eyes have been open to the other things I could do if I wanted to get out of actual collegiate sports turf, whether it's the sales side or whether it's, you know, irrigation side. There's a bunch of avenues there and just realizing there are more women that do this than I've ever been enlightened to. Because like you guys say, it's a male-dominated industry, and it's just fun to see other women doing it and crushing it. I mean, just absolutely killing it. And it's kind of like Mertz said too, you know, showing showcasing what we can do. That, yeah, we may be young, but we can bring a lot to the table as well. So I'm also really excited to meet these other women, you know, figure out where they've been in their past and kind of how what's led them to where they are in their current position. That's kind of how I learn and grow as an individual. Of, Tell me your story, how did you get here? What are the things that you've had to overcome and the struggles you've faced? How can I take that and internalize it on my own? Maybe I'm not having the same struggle, but what are struggles I've had that are somewhat similar that I can relate to and understand? I like to relate to people. I feel like that's the biggest thing. That's how I can know someone better is just relate to them, right? Like what, what are stories we have in common? And that just kind of builds me up and pushes me to be better somehow. I just... BJ, where have
1: you been? It. You got me, like, all motivated. I mean, I'm like, Lord. heck yes. I'm about to run through this wall. Woo! <laughs> I think it's,
0: it's just, you know, for me, I don't have the experience that some of these other women have. Mm-hmm. So I've had to, to be where I am, I've had to push myself. What, how do I get better? If I don't have those resources of school, what, what do I got to do to get better, right? I mean, it's just, I think it's an athlete in me, right? Like, as an athlete, you want to be the best athlete you can be. Now it's translated into the workforce and the turf the turf management. Like, how can I be a better groundskeeper? Who, who's the best? How can I learn from them? As an athlete, you want to learn from the best. You want to train from the best, right? So what, are my, what can I do to meet those people, to be with those people, whether it's a simple, hey, this is who I am, just tell me what you've done. I mean, I get to work with them or meet them in person, but I've got some connection going. I can say, yeah, I've talked to that person. I may not know them, but I can. Talk- I've talked to them. Things like that. It was
2: like you and Chuck today.
0: Yeah. By Old Chuck- Chuckles. Chuck
2: Bean. Old Chuckles. Uh, you. He Chuck grind. He does a lot with reels. Grinds reels. care of He's a mechanic. Yep.
1: He's and,
2: a damn good one too. And you, Chuck, got up to have to go look at a mower, and then you were like. Well, I'm coming with you. I, I, I need
0: an expert to teach me about it. Yep. And I it's, know the basics. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah.
2: He's the best. More than a lot to it. Yeah. He's the best. He's He is absolutely amazing at what he does. And if you want to learn,
0: learn. He's a guy. Yep.
2: Get him to show you some stuff.
0: Well, he told me, he said, look, when I'm doing stuff with a mower, jump right in. Learn what you can. I'll teach you whatever you want to know, whatever questions you have. I don't have them at this moment, but I'm sure they'll come. <laughs> You're
1: like, wait a second. What yeah, can me, I, what can what I can think I of ask? right now to let ask me yeah. Let me write it
0: all down and have it for him.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm fired up. It's great. Yeah, BJ. You know, it's, it's like, like a, yeah. She was nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I mean, did not want to do this. It's the,
0: not necessarily public speaking, but it's getting over it. Once I get in the groove, I'm fine. That's just the, the we're not early, the starting jitters.
2: <laughs> hey, if people watch this on YouTube, they're gonna have to turn on closed caption just to understand what I'm saying. I, this, this is this is gonna. I, I, I cannot. So, I cannot wait so you're
0: to telling listen me to this. Two Southerners to be on the show together. You're saying
1: two Southerners? They're they all Southerners. I mean, it is everybody. Chuck, everybody, uh, butter. Everybody's got a Southern accent. Liz and I were over there uh, painting, and she goes. I just it sometimes comes out from being around everybody. It's just like <laughs> it I don't happens. know why. It's like I feel terrible but it just happens and Little shit. little
0: backstory. I went to college in Cleveland, Ohio and all of my teammates when I first went up there I had a thicker accent than I do. But I got picked on so much that I was like, I'm not having this accent anymore. I can't stand it. Like I get picked on for everything I say. So I started in
1: Ohio, we talk about that. I started,
0: you know, talking a little bit more like them and now it's kind of translated here, but then they picked up on the southern dialect and they would joke around and certain things they would say it would come out and they're just like, It's by association. I mean, they were all calling our coach yes ma'am, no ma'am, and that's not normal up there. First time I said yes ma'am to somebody in Ohio, they said I appreciate that, but you make me feel really old. Please don't do that again. I was like, okay, well, my mom would probably smack me right now. So, Insecure okay, I'll people. try. Yeah. But it was just cool. Like you said, it just, it rubs off on them.
1: Yeah. I, I love that. I kind of just want to say, go on, go off on what you want to talk about. We're just going to accept and yeah. just like, uh, hell BJ yeah. BJ,
0: take over. No, 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 no. <laughs> no this right, we're going to go
1: back to BJ. No, it's not mine. That's the point. So, obviously, you know, being at Georgia SEC, there's a lot going on, especially with softball and soccer. They are, like, heavy hitters, and, you know, you got the crazy, you know, LSU, all all corners of the SEC. What has it been like, you know, being a part of that, and that being sort of your introduction into this industry, and how has that sort of impacted sort of your outlook on what's possible, where you could go, and what you want to do?
0: So, I think... I'm going to go back to my time in Division II playing. So I played Division II, if that didn't really equate. And seeing that, like, we had this separate crew that was contracted in to come and take care of our field, I was like, wow, like, okay. Like, I see the many hats that everyone in our athletic department has to wear. But then you get to Georgia, like you say, there's different departments for everything you can think of. For something you didn't even think it existed, we got a department for it. And we've got great people in all those various departments.
1: Must be nice. <laughs>
0: so it's, it's kind of cool too, like realize realizing the different departments that go into a game day, whether it's grounds or whether it's event management facilities, the custodials, the coaching staff. I mean, there's just promotions. There's so much that goes into it. So it's like, okay, I've started really big, but I also can see what other people do and the things they struggle, the things they have to go through to make a game day successful. And I think for me, that's like, okay, well, if I could learn a little bit about what you do, that can make help me take some load off of you. If I've got the people to do it and we can do it, we've got more time, sure, let's do it. So I think, you know, some people say it's, you know, good and bad, starting big. You don't really have to struggle because you've got the money for everything. But at the same time not always i mean we're not football right like i'm sure football gets any and everything they need no questions asked <laughs> which we still can get any and everything we need but at the same time it's within reason right like okay well why do you need this extra pallet of turfus? why do you need this extra pallet of clay well the girls are going through
1: because it because i said so no go ahead
0: Sorry. yeah i don't think they would really go with that one but you know I we feel can try. You're i feel your
1: motivational speaking you, at least like, well what once. i
0: like to do is well coach that coach needs it and they're not gonna say no to a coach. Coach needs it, so I'm just doing what coach asks.
1: Just make sure you check in with the coach just so you oh, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna say this whenever I'll throw you I need under the bus. whenever <laughs> I need a single thing. Coach it's happening. It. Hundred thousand dollar mower, coach needs it. Sorry. And okay, say, go do it. Like
0: I've got two great coaching staffs both sides. I mean they're they're phenomenal. They can be picky, but they're also phenomenal people. They just want what's best for the student athletes. And I also try to do the same, right? Like mm-hmm. we all got that common goal. You know, the wins and losses, that's not always a common goal, but, you know, I- I'm there to make it better, make their athletes better. And I think just being at Georgia, seeing the possibilities that are there helps me when I get to this stage, right? Like today I think it was you and I, we were doing the circle, and I was like, well, you guys don't have a tool for that? We could just build one. We have one. I see, like, it's the things that we have. I'm like, well, okay, how do we implement that in a smaller area, right? Y'all heard that noise too. We mm-hmm. haunted. No, no. for the people cool. there was a noise cool. back there cooler
2: guy there's oh, okay. about $100,000 worth of Gatorade stuff in there so oh. we know we'll be
1: going after this yes can I get that lemon lime
0: <laughs> so it's just cool like different things that I can see with when you do have money versus you don't okay what we have how can we get creative and make it because you can always make something you can always rig something together whether anyone says so or not with little duct tape super glue screw you can make it work
1: I love this girl. I that, can't. I that. can't. She said duct tape. I was like, "Yep, sold. Yep, sold." Yeah, that gorilla tape is straight fire. You get a cut. That's what, if I get a cut during the middle of the day. Yep, gorilla. You know, mm-hmm. I don't just think I let go it that sit far. there. No, it works like a charm. I learned it from uh, Buford Meredith. Uh, rest in peace, Buford. He was a field manager at Virginia Tech for a long time. He's like, "You ever get a cut, you put a damn piece of tape on it." I was like, "All right." Oh, the adhesive it. apparently from the tape seals it right up, and it's worked oh, yeah. ever since. So,
0: all right, nice, nice. yeah.
1: There make. are some there are some people that do it on a little bit too big of a cut, and I'm like, you need to go to the doctor. But
0: <laughs>
1: you know, you're probably not. You know, knowing you usually. Um, I so you guys brought it up, and I we've talked about it at this event, like. This is the best field that these girls are playing on in their entire lives, you know. And if there's somebody out there who's doing a better job, props to you. Um, But this is like, you know, the mecca of their careers so far and where they're going. You guys obviously want the best for your players. What is it that you're focusing on to give that best product and how you've been able to sort of develop that in your own space? You know, obviously you're talking about SEC versus what is the... Big South. Big South, okay. And money's different, conditions are different, climates are different. What has it been like for you you guys to sort of develop that sort of, I wouldn't say plan, but like what works best for you guys in making the best playing surface and safest playing surface for your athletes?
0: I think it just goes back to the basics. I mean, we all have a basic understanding of what you do. You tamp the same way every single time. The only thing that changes is the size of the tamp, the weight of the tamp, and the type of clay but you do it the same way every single time. So if you're doing it one way and you're making sure you're perfecting it at your own place, why would you give any less here? You know, kind of like you said, this is the Mecca for these girls. Why would you not want to give them everything you can? And I mean, all of us here are at a point in our careers where we're at a bigger stage. So we're, we're giving our all. So why would you not do that here? and if you're doing just the little things it may take five seconds but let's do it for these girls right like you said that this is the height of their career they may not go to Oklahoma City to the Women's College World Series so how can we like you said how can we bring a little piece of it here to them just by your work ethic by your attitude I mean if you've got the mindset of waking up I'm going to make sure this is the best that these girls are going to see today is what it is I mean like I was painting I mean I skipped a few lines earlier or a few spaces earlier and I looked back at it and I was like, I don't like that. Let's touch it up because it is going to be on TV. These girls are going to take pictures with it or, you know, anything like that. You're just like, it's it's really the little things that matter most that's going to make this big picture what they want and what they're going to remember for the rest of their lives.
1: I'm going to go to war for her. Yeah, That's pretty yeah, much how I feel right now.
2: She is on fire. Yeah. i tell you what. It's, See if you I, can top it. I, I, there
1: it <laughs> no,
0: absolutely. No, there's no way that I can
2: top that. There's no way. But I, one of my favorite things is when it sucks to watch them when they lose and they have to go home and yeah, yeah. they're crying. But it's Not uh, not the to, best feeling. To, to watch them come in and just take a bag and just take some condition because they, they want to remember it. Mm-hmm. They want to oh. remember being here and it was the same way at the, at Williamsport with the baseball it, you know and it, it's it's cool to watch them but as far as, as my field and, and the softball team it's just i a lot of water i, I it, to, to me to me <laughs> yes, that true. To, to me that first thing in the morning grabbing that hose and putting the, just putting some music in Watching the sun come up, you know, that's like Celsius in my hand.
0: Like setting the tone for the day.
2: Wind blowing through my hair. I mean, it's just, it's per, it's like the best part of the job. And that morning mow, oh man, I love my it. My favorite
0: is a morning mow with a little dew on the ground still to where yeah. you can see your lines yep. and it's satisfactory. Yep. Yeah, you know? it's,
2: it's, it's best. But I, you know, I just, I it's my favorite part is getting the field ready and watching them come out. Put that work in and practice because a USC Upstate practice is on a different level. I've heard it is. It is a different level. Coach Pack, Coach Hall, Tanya, Coach uh, Metters—they—they are working them girls, and I mean, they get after it, and they are a really, really, they have had some really great teams come through Upstate. And well,
0: I've seen them when you guys come to our place. Yeah, I mean, they—they can hang.
2: Yeah. They they're they're great. That's Georgia talking right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. watch out. And, uh, you know we got we got a lot of freshmen coming in, and you know, we'll, but they'll be fine. They'll put that work in, and there's they'll they'll be fine. Our baseball team is going to be really solid. They're going we're going to have a really great year with that. So uh, as far as the sports side of Upstate, I mean, it's really developing. It's really moving up, and I'm just I'm proud to be a part of it. I hope that you kind of just, I you really guys I really me so happy. That's good. I, I really go, and honestly go, it's great. forgot your question. No, just, that's
1: exactly <laughs> what it's all well, about. That's it's like what
0: it should be. right The
1: passion for what you guys are doing, and the fact that it's not just for you; it's for other people, and for everything that goes into it. That's what it's all about. That's the best why we're job here. In the world, really that's is. why everyone. You know, there's no one in this industry, and those that do, who have said they love it, but they don't, and they leave the industry. People in it don't do that. You know, yeah. it's just something that it, it's unspoken how incredible and you talked about work ethic, you talked about passion, you talked about caring for others, you talked about all of the things that you want to be as a good human being and that's what this industry is. You know, and that's what I love about it, and that's why I do this and that's why I'm here and it's just so incredible and being able to talk to you guys. Um well, let me tell you. Let I'll...
2: me let me tell you something. Oh gosh! <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I I just want to thank you because you are doing such a great job, especially at the high school with these high school kids and the classes that you're teaching and the things that you're doing. I wish we'd have had a turf class when yeah. I went to high school. I I wish we'd have had something like that. That that would have been absolutely amazing.
0: Could have made you like school, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. But you. You're doing such a great job, Thank and you. please keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate and that. And if you ever need anything, please call me. I will. I will be here for you. I appreciate that. You are a brother for life, man. Yes, sir. So I appreciate you, man. Yes, I appreciate you. Yeah, man. BJ, you too. Appreciate it. I mean, it. we met through Instagram. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's-
0: Social media, it's powerful. Yeah,
2: it really is. And it's, I, you know, I'm proud to call you a friend. And. Same and here. I'm only two hours or so down the road, and if you ever
1: need anything, you call me. I'm there for you.
0: I'll make the trip, no problem. I appreciate
1: you. Yeah, and, you know, there are so many things. You know, obviously, when we talk about the next generation, you guys are being able to see that here now. You know, obviously, you're still young in the industry, and obviously, you're seeing high school students, college students, you know, veterans of four to five years, veterans of 30 years, like – There are so many things that you're seeing. What has sort of been your experience um, seeing all of the generations come together and be a part of something that is something that is bigger than all of us?
0: I think the biggest thing for me, and I'm going to relate it a little bit back to being at Georgia, seeing your head guy, head gal, top person putting in that same work that the lowest person on the totem pole is putting in, that's what motivates me because if my director is here painting tamping you know doing whatever he needs to do back home and we're all working together why am i slacking you know it just pushes me to work harder of well i'm below him i'm supposed to be like letting off a little bit for him and it just shows me okay like title doesn't mean anything mm. i think that's what kind of pushes me to be better and want to give back and want to learn more because i'm seeing that I don't have a lazy boss in front of me. Yeah. I'm seeing that here, too. Every single person that's here is doing something. No single person is standing around looking with a rake in their hand, just kind of looking, oh, this is pretty cool. Every single person here is doing something during the flip, you know. Mm-hmm. Totally. Post-game, everybody was painting or holding the stencil or just something. Like, everybody's putting in their part. So that just shows you, like, nobody's better than anybody. We may all have our separate ways and our different lives and paths, but when we need to, we're going to all be there together, working, contributing, and doing our part.
2: Every time. Every time. Why don't you just start doing motivational speaking on the side, yeah.
0: BJ? Well, you got to have the receptive audience. You can speak. Here and, you go. I receptive mean, audience. BJ, you can, you, you're
2: going to fire anybody up. I
1: mean, softball coach of Georgia, you know, get her to talk pregame. I mean, Ooh. it's all over. It's all over. Everybody's screwed in the SEC. I don't even know what. How do I? I don't even know how to respond to that. You do. Let's do it. I don't, what was the question? The again? next generations. You know, you're part. You're seeing sort of all the generations come together from high schoolers to 30 year vets in the industry, and really becoming a a cohesive group for a again a volunteer setting. What has it been like seeing sort of all that come together and being a part of it, and just sort of your overall. Uh, synopsis of what it's like.
2: Well, it's like I said earlier. It's just it's it's for me. It's been a lot of fun watching these girls put that work in, do their thing. You know, watching them come up. You know, especially especially you. Like with that logo today. I mean, you was. I kept I kept looking up. I was doing my thing, and I kept looking over. And I mean, just. BJ is just over there working that logo. I mean that. I don't know play, if it's they, the, the OCD paint cans or, didn't stand a chance.
0: It's a, probably the OCD and their perfectionist. It, it's got to be right. If it's going to be on TV, Hopefully, it's be Kat right. did
1: a good job. I know she did. Oh, she she did. did. Yeah, she did. She did. She, she did was so out. hesitant. I could see it in her eyes. I'm like, Kat, well, you told just her to go it. ahead. I was yeah. like, just do it. You know? She
0: asked me one thing. She was like, Well, like, should I do this? Does this look right? I said, If you've got the confidence that it looks fine, I trust you. I trust your confidence. If you're hesitant, don't do it. But if you've got that confidence, go.
2: And if you, you know, ask, yeah. ask questions, yep. ask questions, and I get my big thing is don't be afraid to fail because guess what, you're going to, it's going to happen. And you're going to learn from something. It. Something you're going to be out there doing something, and something is going to tear up. You're going to bust a hose. Something is going to happen. Yep. And you just, you just move on. You take care you learn of it. From you it. move on. And I, I was telling a friend of mine the other day that's in turf I, and he's younger but i'm just like slow down just i i get it i was the same way when i was 24 25 years old wide open just as fast as you can go just slow down and guess what when you wake up in the morning that field's gonna be there
0: i've i've had to you learn don't, that
2: you, you don't have to do everything in one day
0: I'm slowly learning that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's
1: probably at a snail's pace. It is. It's, <laughs> it's a,
0: there's not enough time in the day, but.
1: Like, it's midnight. I'm going to go home,
0: it. and you know what? That field's going to be there when I get back. It could be dead. It could be underwater, <laughs> but it'll be there. Yeah, I mean, it might yeah. be It might dead, I mean, but I'm, yeah.
1: a, I'm coming back. It'll, it'll be there. So, I'll fix you later. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, some days when five o'clock hits, hey, that's a tomorrow problem. But there are some days it's like, okay, look we'll wait till eight or nine we'll see what else we can do but it'll be there
2: i think that i think the turf industry is going to be just fine you know it's this from what i hear you know it's kind of slacked off but i think it'll come to a point where it'll pick back up I, everything always does yeah and, and it'll pick back up i i think it's the turf industry is going to be just fine
1: i think we're in a prime sort of generation right now um when it comes to the jobs that are free the jobs i mean we got piper getting job offers from ecu other places like people are in need of skilled labor this is talking about college degrees are going out the window type of situation it's a time frame where we have incredible women coming into the industry that you know maybe in the past were afraid to join you know uh, Nicole and Heather have been the, the head groundskeepers in MLB for the longest time and truly past that we didn't really see anything you know. And, and Son has been here and been an advocate for this industry and she was one of the only other females that I noticed that was in the industry uh, Sarah who's coming uh, like they have sort of been, you know, the force of females in this industry for over a decade. And when it comes to my career, obviously, they've been in it for a lot longer. Yeah. But we're seeing such a young generation of women like you have Leah, Maritza and Morgan, Hunter. I fi- I see those three being head groundskeepers in their respective professional f- less than five years. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. I, you know,
1: I, I, I could truly see that. Yeah. And, you know, from talking to BJ, seeing her work, their attention to detail, everything that they're doing, we have so many incredible opportunities that, you know, if you just go for it, yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. You know, and if you don't go for it, you're, you're not going to ever get that experience that you want. And being able to see my students sort of see that firsthand, um and I'm not saying we're behind golf or anything but we're seeing golf and how that progression's happening we're going to be doing the same thing you know like that's it's something that the demand is going higher and we have much more more respectable things and people like Travis Hogan are changing this industry when it comes to using quantitative data that this is why I need this money for this x y and z I need for the reason of growing grass in freezing temperatures, you know, like I need to be able to do this at this time frame to ensure this happens, you know, and people are starting to see that from the data that's being collected and used. And it's something where technology, the drone, everything is coming and solidifying into something that's greater than what we are right now. And I truly think that there are so many incredible young individuals that are going to take us to the next level. And I'm so excited to see it. And hopefully we can all do our part in making sure that happens. So yeah, I'm so excited and you make such a great point with that. So um I'm gonna stop babbling. Um I usually wrap it up on these two things. Uh, you know, uh we've gone a little long. I told Butter you guys be back by now. Oh we're (laughs) done. Sorry, butter. We're done. Um let something them, something let, that I let always them, let them pull the tarp <laughs> <laughs> Darn, butter the tar if you pool? listen to this sorry. <laughs> sorry sorry butters it's their fault it no. was a joke it was a joke um, obviously I, I'm a high school teacher I've got young kids I've got two girls here now at high school a part of this grounds crew I I think your guys' perspective on this industry and what you're doing is so critical to their futures and understanding what they're doing and what their decision-making process is going forward. Um, Something that I always am interested to see and understand from your guys' point of view, we obviously have our own stories and everything that goes into it. If there was one thing that you wish you knew going into sports field management and it doesn't have to make anything better make anything easier it's just something that you wish that you understood before you went in what would that one thing be and why
0: i think for me would be the chemical aspect of things of when to put what fertilizer where what herbicide where what pesticide where Go, going into it i think that would have been beneficial for me now now i am backtracking on learning okay this is why this does this it's more of like a trial and error thing Mm -hmm. of you know okay this didn't work now but also will that work next year are the climates going to be same is it going to be different i think just understanding that every day yes can be the same but also is going to be vastly different so don't get caught up on the past or whatever you may have done wrong the previous day like use that to push you to get better
2: yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat with you. This as far as the chemicals and the fertilizer, because you know the golf courses I worked at, they always had a guy that that was. His they got job. a guy, right? He they sent got, you out. They, they got, to got, got a spray guy. Out. Go yeah. do this. They got a guy, and it, it was that way everywhere I went. Uh, you know, I've done I've done more at Upstate. I've learned more at Upstate. You know, as far as the chemical and the fertilization programs and stuff like that. So that's been great. But if I if I had to say one thing, that would be it. Also, too. Um, looking back on it, when I was younger and first got into this, I wish I'd have moved around, mm-hmm. like went yeah, yeah, different yeah. places. You right. know, I'm 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 a homebody. I I, I love where I grew up. And, Nothing wrong and, with that. I know. Yeah, but I just looking back on it now, like. I wish I would have moved around and, yeah. and went to different places and got different Did some
1: internships. Yes, and, stuff, and got some wrong.
2: different experiences from different folks. That's probably one of my biggest reg- regret. Oh, I can't even talk today. It's all good. Yeah, regret. I still can't talk. Regrets. There you go. Thank you. Regrets. Got you yeah, regrets.
0: Yeah, that's, and that tattoo. Regrets.
2: Regrets. No, regrets. There it
1: is. Not even a letter. Yeah. So that, but that would be it for me. So, and uh, again. Something that I think is so critical, and I've never been more excited to ask someone ever on this podcast, what would be your best words of advice, you know, for a young individual? If you're talking to Liz and Kat this week, what would be your best words of advice to them, you know, taking that first step forward into the sports field industry? And just overall, what is the best advice you could give them going forward?
0: Bloom where you're planted. Somebody at a very young age for me in the very beginning of my athletics career, was very high up at Georgia, still is high up at Georgia, told me, bloom where you're planted. And I, that just means pretty much give it your all where you're at, right? They're right here now.
1: I'm putting that on a t-shirt.
0: Give it, give it your all while you're here. Showcase everything you've got here. When you get back home and you get in school, when you get in your program, how can you be better? Bloom and blossom and just, it's just like a plant, right? Like the roots. How can you make that plant better? You got to make it bloom where it's planted, right? Can't make that grow here. I could, but you can take it back home and let it grow there, bloom where you're planted.
2: Hell yes, An absolute dog. Yes, I, I, I can't absolute, take credit for that one. Absolute dog. Now my um, I had the first guy that I worked for, Travis Sloan. He told me he said, uh, he said, if you want to learn this business, open your eyes, shut your mouth, <laughs> and open your ears up. And take in everything. Yeah. So, uh, if I was to tell those girls something, that would be it. You know, just hey, listen. Just shut up. Just just shut enjoy up. Enjoy the and, moment. Just, just <laughs> shut up. Just shut up and listen and enjoy it and just take in everything. We're sitting. We're sitting in that trailer or whatever you want to call it over there at the field, and everybody's in there and we're talking about you know what this person does or how I did this or how I did that. That's when you soak it all yeah, that's in that's when oh, yeah. you take it in be a sponge soak it up Just sit
0: and listen and you don't take have it to contribute. Back.
2: take it back to your place and and do what you learn you know so that that's my big thing i guess
1: so. well i appreciate you guys so much for taking the time absolutely Thanks uh, for having i'm us. excited excited to see where the rest of the week goes and Hopefully I make it, but, you know, it's been, oh, it's been be a long fine. week. You'll and be fine. we got to go pull tarp now, guys. So you have a wonderful rest of your nights. Thank you guys again. It's yeah, been a Yeah, thank phenomenal. you, man. I, you pres- you. I appreciate you, you guys.
2: So thank you.